the 23rd episode of talks with izzy this is the two-year anniversary and it's crazy to say that it's been two years on here and it's been a such surreal experience i first started this podcast up um i think yeah it was june 2020 when we was in the first pandemic we're still in the global pandemic it's still not come to an end yet but we're in a much much better place with (laughs) having more lockdowns more covid vaccinations and having covid myself once um it's been a hell of a two years it's been crazy and it's been a very very strange time so thank you everyone that's been listening over these past two years it means so much to me the support that people have shown and it's really helped me keep motivated and keep focus and i also want to say thank you to all the guests that throughout these last two years that have taken their time and been a part of these episodes i've had actors musicians artists from today's episode we also have something new a poet makeup artists small businesses and i just really like to like promote people really and get to know them and get to know who they are and i can form more of like a relationship and i just like to promote other people and i just like to get to know more people in the industry and on this episode we have special guests paste which are some very close friends of mine and i've been wanting them on for absolutely ages and i was just waiting for the right moment i can definitely tell you this is the right moment love them i was with them when they first formed in college and i have actually spoken about them on um the podcast before previously uh with going to their gigs song mentions they're just great people and i would highly highly recommend you going out and checking out their music instagram pages i know they're performing at a festival soon uh waterfront festival uh waterfront festival nottingham 2nd of july at the canal house uh with i'm not from london which i should be going to (laughs) so i can't wait for that and we also have a poet um phoebes that runs uh, a blog called mansfield on on the map and they write poetry and uh, i went to one of their poetry evenings um not too long ago at a toffee hut in mansfield and it it was great um she uh, read out um like her little dialogue from musings of a mansfield mad woman which she has some amazing ones she had one about body confidence and i thought it was just lovely like like i am a big person and so body confidence is like a huge thing and they touched into like the word fat and fat isn't a bad thing the word fat isn't a bad thing and i just really really loved what they said and I just love like the the evening that they did. There was also other people there, but 
um and in particular i just focused on more towards and i took part from uh, what they said and i felt it and i i just loved it uh another band that we have on today is drive through haze uh these are a nottingham band and they're kind of like indie uh, inspired i'm going to play a little bit of their music um they've had a single come out called appetizing and i absolutely love the logo for it it's like all oranges and browns and (sighs) i love it i've also done a makeup look today and i've used their song let's let's get it up so i'm only going to do a short clip because i don't want to get copywritten (laughs) so on my makeup tiktok which is creating looks by izzy i've done like a red makeup look right that's all i'm gonna have to play otherwise i'm worried i'm gonna get copywritten because it has happened before then all the podcast views have just gone down i've had to have episodes removed so i think you can play like five or six seconds so hopefully <laughs> that wasn't too they are amazing i really really want to see them perform every single time i've just missed out i've um watched them over live streams and i was meant to be going to their single launch but i was busy on that day so hopefully i do get to see them soon um they've also got a song out called critters and the music video only came out four days ago i'm recording this on the 11th of june so (laughs) very close to when i should have done it i should i normally am meant to record episodes on the first so i can edit it and film stuff and do that without feeling stressed but it's been a hectic month i'm just gonna have some water this is like you're all reminded to have a little water break now so what i've been doing over the last few weeks uh since the last episode um last episode as always on the 15th since then i have worked front of house for a musician called remy uh this i'm gonna play a little bit of their set so you can check that out on my social media um like little tracks i did the front of house and then i also did a draft showcase in in p3 um which was great i had the band rattlesnakes and raw deficiency i'm also going to play just a teeny tiny little clip so that's raw deficiency and this is rattlesnakes which i love this song So the singer of Rattlesnakes has like a very, like a very growly voice, which I love that. And she's a female singer and very, very young. I think she's only 18 and she's got such a mature voice. It sounds absolutely amazing. And I was front of house for Rattlesnakes, Raw Deficiency and a band called Why Tadpoles Why uh, in uh, P3 uh, at a showcase on Wednesday where we had a full day 
9 a.m. till 10.30 p.m. So I was very, very tired. Like, everyone was in my class. I'm going to play, like, a little clip from how it was that day. Um, so this is Why Tadpoles Why, which were absolutely amazing. They've only just started, um, and I really, really hope to see more of them. They was amazing. The crowd was amazing. They had some really fantastic ideas for saying they've only just started up as a band, um, but they're all individual musicians, and they had little uh balloons and little tadpole shaped balloons which didn't really look like tadpoles but we'll not go on to that it was absolutely amazing and i absolutely loved their performance i'm gonna play a little bit now they had like a little guitar rift and i absolutely loved it <laughs> So that was like Spongebob themed and all the lighting is all yellow so I would check out the footage I've got on my TikTok. I've only got that out currently on my TikTok on izzy.georgia.music and then Rattlesnakes from the Night. So that's a little bit of Rattlesnakes and I'm going to so it was such a crazy night i absolutely loved it i was probably just running on tiredness because i have i have hardly any energy i'm so tired like most of the time um but that was an amazing night um i'm gonna stop blabbing because i've been non-stop talking for 10 minutes now and i'm gonna go on to drum roll please paste and i'm so so happy that they're on here so i hope you enjoy oh see that one's kind of like a weird tough one just because like we we when we like started out like a couple of years ago it was very different to how we do it now but then also there's elements of what we used to do that we do now still depending on what song we're writing and what ideas we have like so say a couple of years ago when we wrote start to finish and treatment center which are a couple of singles off of a big project that we're doing like those two songs there was no idea beforehand there was no like oh like i have this riff Let's play with it. Well, Treatment Centre did, but let's start with start to finish. And, like, you could literally just... The room felt weird when we started playing start to finish because it was more like a joke idea just to be like, oh, play this bass line, let's play this kind of bass line. And then Dummy started doing it, and she was just like... And then I was like, Bobby, just do the weirdest thing possible that goes with that, or something that grooves really cool. And then that's when the like came in and it was really cool and we were like oh my god we're getting excited this is sick but then the vibe of the song completely like switched on its head when jed started playing the guitar for it and then it was just like it became like much more melodic and like powerful and we was all like wow we've got a song on our hands and then i started like talking like kind of talking to it whereas now i kind of shout it but it just it all came together in like one sitting and that song was written 
in the same sitting that we made those ideas. And that's how a lot of our, our older songs were made. We'd just sit in a room and the, we'd make the ideas for the songs in the room. Whereas now, we all have, like, guitarists that we bring to the band, like, bassists that we bring to the band, drum ideas, vocal ideas, lyric ideas, like... And then we bring them together or we write stuff at home and adapt on it more for our own ideas. And then we all bring it together in the practice room. And then we call it, it sounds kind of weird, but we call it, we pastify the song. Because you could have a song that could easily be like an Ed Sheeran song or like <laughs> or like a bloody Kiss song or something like that. Like, obviously they're very out there songs i'm just meaning that like anytime we come with an idea it could be any artist and then we bring it like into the group and we start playing it together and only when us four are in the room it starts to become our sound because we kind of find our sound once dummy joined the band once dummy joined the band we kind of like we knew what we wanted as after we got that sound and then we started writing in a way that like is a lot more efficient because you bring your idea in and then there's all there's already like a floor to actually walk on before we've even got in the practice room and then we start writing it and some somehow we're lucky with how it works we're lucky with the band that we have together because it just instantly starts working it's like you put a key in a machine and then the machine just starts working like there's no like oh that doesn't sound right or oh, i don't know if that works and if there is we we sort it out in a matter of seconds and then the song's if not done the same day, it'll be done in two more practices, which I'm so proud of the rest of them for because it's such a cool way to actually like write songs, just to like feel it and go through the like emotions of the song without going back home and being like, oh, I really want to finish that song. Like we just do it there, and then there are there are a couple of exceptions, but like honestly, it's it's so much fun just to write with those guys and then just go crazy with it. So, you know, this one is a super, super tricky one without having the rest of them here because it's a really it's a really odd one in Paste where we've never really focused on what our inspirations are. We've never sat in a room and been like, we want to sound like this. We want to sound like this band. We want to do what they did. Like, we've always just sat in a room and made our music and just just done it like that. But, like, I don't know, like, if you, if you was asking for, m like, my personal inspirations on stuff, it would have, like, say in secondary school, I had a teacher that I won't name that was, um, it was a music teacher, and I always wanted to do music. I, I, well, I say that. I started wanting to do music when I was, like, 15, when I went to the drum practice rooms in secondary school. But both my music teachers were always, like, you're never going to do anything with music at all. And I was, like... I really don't believe that. I really think that I could do something to do with, like, music. And I just used to sit in there every day and drum constantly. And I drummed to 21 Pilots' second album. Is it Vessel? That one, just, it for some reason, that's that, like, style of playing and just the emotion that went into the vocals and, like, the hard-hitting drums and, like, how everything, like, every part of the song was an impactful part of the song, which really enticed me to, like, listening to them and playing to them. So then I learned from that and from the fact that, like, people were, like, saying to me, like, you're not going to do anything with music. Like, literally look at your drum. Like, to be fair, at the time, I will admit, I was a god-awful drummer. But, like, then I got to college and met the rest of the band and 
switched over to vocals and guitar and and I don't know. I'd say I'd say we're heavily inspired by like grungy music and like impactful music with time signatures that make you like that pop out in the songs and like really groovy psychedelic songs. Like I'd say for Jed's part, if I don't I don't know if he'd mind me saying this on his behalf, but I feel like Soft Girls and Boys Club, they're a band from Nottingham that you've done an interview with. Um their their guitar like tones and the way that they play is very much like Jed kind of breathes through that guitar like tone some of sometimes and he's very inspired by them. And um I don't know, like I feel like Dommy is very inspired by like Deftones and Twenty Two and stuff like that. Like she really likes to play with time signatures. Whereas Bobby, like Bobby's been in an indie band for like um, quite a while. I think I think it's coming up to like five, six years because Bobby's in two bands, and I think that his other band have been going for around six years. I think they're left on lane, by the way. You should definitely check them out. They've just released a new EP and it's smashing. But um, Bobby's just always amazing at keeping a good groove when it comes to like like music like because he's been playing drums since he was like two in like churches and stuff and then started doing like metal stuff when he was younger then started doing jazz stuff like his inspirations are so wide that it just makes it so cool to watch him play because he can play literally anything which is why it goes so well with what we try and make because like there's there's no there's no filter i don't have to be like oh you can only play like this style bobby he can literally do anything he wants because like, I don't know, the band, the band have no genre really, which is a really cool thing. But on inspirations, I really wouldn't be able to tell you because I feel like, without it sounding weird or odd, like we we genuinely do just like to make music together without having any outside influences. But that's just my take on it. See, now we're going back a few years to when like we first started with Paste. It would have been like I think it was around early twenty eighteen or like early like late twenty seventeen when we when we first started because we was all at college and this was this was before Dummy joined the band so this is like pre date paste and so we had like college groups and we was at um, a place called Magnet and um, we'd basically be in four different practice rooms just like learning how to write music learning how to structure songs we'd have a whiteboard and we'd be like verse intro verse wait intro verse <laughs> intro verse chorus blah 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 and then um we had a session where we had to watch each other's groups and at this point jed wasn't in my group it was jed and bobby in a group with a few other classmates and i basically walked in because we had to watch each group play their their respected song or cover or whatever and i saw those two playing and like i was i was in shock i was like wow like the energy and the groove that bobby had and like just the raw talent that jed had on guitar when i when i watched him i was just like jesus like it was it was just i was i was in, i was speechless like, i'm speechless now still to like because he's one of my best friends now but i'm still speechless every time i watch him and like we basically 
was like, I was like, I want these have those, these two in my last project because we're in the last project we had. We could have anyone we wanted. Like you had to make your own groups and then perform it in like I think it was like two three weeks, and just having. Jed and, Jed and Bobby in the band was really cool, and we had our other drummer at the time as well. And we like that's when we wrote Decay, that's when we wrote Sally Summers, and then we wrote a couple other songs. But we're not going to go into those songs because personally, I don't really like those songs. But the rest of the band will tell you otherwise. Um, but then after our first drummer left, Bobby then went on to drums because that's his primary instrument, and he just he's flawless on drums, absolutely flawless. And then it started to get to a place where we was like, okay, we need a bassist. And Domi, she was in our lesson. And then Jed had the idea to bring her on, to bring her into a practice. So we had a practice, uh, Pirate. And the first practice, we was just like, yeah, this is it. This is, this is it, man. Like, this is everything we needed. And, like, it just worked together so well. And that's when we started writing like our new songs, like Treatment Center, Knowledge is Scary, like March, like all of our cool big new songs that we're really excited about. Because when we started writing these new songs, like like they're songs that like we'd listen to and we like listen to at home and we're like, wow, we're really like proud of this and like we're so happy to like be able to eventually show these to people and create a following of people that aren't just fans for the sake of the music, they're fans because they know that we're trying to be on a mission to make as many people happy as humanly possible. Because, like, when I go to gigs, like, or well, say when I used to go to gigs, like, I'd, I'd go and I'd, be, I'd feel so upbeat, even if I've had a bad day or anything, I'd feel so good just seeing these bands. And we want to get to a point where we can make as many people as happy as I was when I went to those gigs years ago. Like, I want to make people happy. And we all feel as a collective band that we can do that now with the stuff that we're writing and the energy that we bring into our live shows and stuff and soon to be our studio stuff as well. But that'll be at some point this year or next year. We'll see. But back on the front of like what got us into music and stuff like that, like I'd reckon that it was seeing our friends' bands when like we first started writing stuff, like just seeing our like friends' bands progress and like build their own sound and start to like it just made us so unbelievably proud of all of our friends that like they're doing their own thing and it inspired us to like when you're going back to inspirations on the last question like that is one of the things that inspired us to actually start making new music like seeing our friends like they can do it like we can do it and we can all do this together and we've started like to have our own little underground scene in nottingham and it's so cute and it's so lovely like, seeing Marvin's Revenge, like, go on tour the other week into Newcastle, Birmingham and Nottingham, like, that was so nice just to see that happen. And we're all so supportive of each other. And I feel like that support and that, like, sense of community really inspired us to start creating, like, our own new music. And it's also inspired us to, like, get get our own sound and start to, like, feel better with who we are as a band, you know. And I just, I'm, I'm so in love with, like, the Nottingham community at the moment. And that's, that's basically what got me into music like me as a person that that is what got me into music to start with like like seeing my friends bands in 2018 and like seeing what the nottingham scene actually was and what it meant to people just really enticed me into doing it so the calendar for us in the next couple of months is we're playing um swan festival 
on June 18th. We're playing the Waterfront Festival in Nottingham on July 2nd. We're really, really excited to be playing I'm Not From London's Chili Bob's Fest in July. That's going to be so much fun. Like, we cannot wait to do that. I've also said, and you can you can stamp this or you can record this bit back, but I've said if there's more than a 1,000 people watching us, then I will neck a bottle of the hottest chilli they have. Maybe not the whole bottle, because that's probably not healthy, but a, like, a bit of the hottest chilli they have, and I will go on stage and sing with a throat that feels like I've just eaten a volcano. I've, I've said that for ages, and I will do it. I will do it. And then we've also got um, a few surprises in August that we're, we can't talk about right now, but it might happen. We shall see. We'll let you know when it when we get confirmation that we can talk about it. And then we've got um, a gig in October that is yet to be announced, but we shall clue you all in on that when that happens. And then on the music side, we um, we have wrote, we wrote an album. Wow, who would have thought that? We've we've wrote an album. It's it's ten songs, ten eleven songs. And we're, like, so, so unbelievably excited to, like, have it. So just to have it there. Like, we've, we've got some recordings of it. And just to be able to listen back to it, like, it really, really tells a story, which is what we wanted to do with it for the whole, for the whole time of writing the album. We're, like, we want to write a t- an album that tells you a story and that you can really dig your, like, hands into and, like, you can really, really, like, get something out of it, which is what we wanted. You can have your own interpretation of it. You can have your own way of listening to it just as long as it's yours and it's yours to listen to like that is what we wanted from it but besides besides all that like i think that's pretty much us for the rest of this year like it's pretty uncertain what's going to happen next year but we're just we're just excited and we're, we're open to doing anything like we're a band that love doing live shows and we'll always do a gig no matter if it's a dog if it's two people if it's my mum We will always do a gig just because of the raw fact that we just love playing music live. And we are just so excited for, like, the future, man. Like, so excited for it. I'm just so excited just to see what happens in the next couple of years and see where, like, this, like, music takes us or where the band takes us. All the memories we're going to make. Like, we're, we're just as excited as people that watch us. To see what we've been doing with our lives, like, what we've been doing with our music. Like, we're just so excited for people to see all this work that we've put in in the last couple of years and that's just going to be so much fun to like to see people like actually hear our new music because like when we first started we were an indie band we ever everyone knows we were an indie band but we're excited for people to see like what we've become since then and obviously we're excited for people to see us in the future we're just excited for everything we're like we're so openly optimistic about the future really Honestly, thank you so much, Izzy, for having us. Like, it's been so nice just to come on and chat. And thank you as well just for your, like, support with our band. Like, we've seen you at so many gigs, coming to see us with Jake, like, and having a nice time. Like, honestly, it's been so, so nice to have you as part of our family. Oh, my God. I feel like I'm going to start crying. Danny's just so sweet. Um, Like, listening to all of that just brought back so many memories. Like, I was there in college with them when the band started and seeing, like, them go through, like, the motions of just how they've, like, developed over the last three or four years. And it's just crazy. (laughs) Oh, I just love Dan so much. I love everyone. 
and like their gigs are amazing it's very like a close net of people but it's also open to everyone but you just feel like supported it's like it's definitely a safe space and i would a hundred percent recommend going to check them out it they're just amazing also please go to the chili festival uh I'd, i'm not too sure where it is but you, i'm sure you can go check it out online in their socials but we definitely need Dan to down some hot sauce, chili sauce, or whatever, and just oh, that would just be so funny. And yeah, that I just feel like I could start. I just feel like very emotional now. Like this is like it's a two-year episode, and I've known those guys for so many years now, and it's just brought back. It's just brought back so many memories, like reminiscing of like the old times and starting out at college with them and then moving on to my other course that I do now. And it's just amazing. They're, they're all amazing musicians. I just words can't describe how great they are. I'm very, like, I'm, I'm friends with all of them. I'd highly, highly recommend going checking out the band. And it, you just can't describe peace. They're just, they're unbelievable as musicians and as people. So I can't say much more because I don't have enough time in the world. I'll just, you really, really need to go check them out on other news. <laughs> um because I, I could just talk about pace all day uh, in all honesty and i just want to say thank you to dan the frontman of the band taking his time out and just coming on here it means a lot to me and um on the 29th of may uh, they also performed at dot to dot festival but their set was at half 11 at night and i couldn't go because it was too late and i had prior <laughs> arrangements that day but i'm hopefully going to be seeing them soon and on the 29th of may um something that i did during the second lockdown so between november 2021 and no november 2020 and like february march 2021 i was part of the broadway um i'm part of the bfi uh, british film institute uh, alumni and i was uh, took part in a i'm just going to read this what i wrote uh, i took part in a remote film course during the coronavirus pandemic I was assistant director of the film and this was a massive achievement. I had an amazing opportunity to work with the team, Kate Swift as producer and writer Tally, Hewin as director, um, so myself as assistant director, Zaf Holmes as camera operator, Darcy as sound engineer. And I also want to thank the actors Louis Spooner who played Charlie and Oliver Watts who played Bailey. Uh, the the remote film we did together as a team was amazing and I managed 
to achieve under tough and limited circumstances <laughs> and it, going to the film premiere which was also on Doctor Dot Festival uh, I've documented that me with my little certificate the certificate and me on stage so if you want to go check that out it's on melodies underscore 02 and the film was amazing it was a film premiere I'm not too sure when it's going to be out properly to the public but as soon as I know I'll let you know and I should be uh, dedicating a whole episode to it which is going to be amazing but um when I went to Doctor Dot Festival there was a band called Softness s-o-f-f-t-n-e-s-s band and um they're brand new up and coming and i love love their sound uh this was i think this was their first gig and they were very very close together and amazing musicians they are um i'm trying to think of an appropriate term they're not like Musicians I see are normally around my age. They're a little bit older, more mature. Um, not middle-aged. I'm trying... I don't want to be offensive, but they're around the 40s category, I would say. And they're amazing. Like, you can tell they've been doing music for years. I'm going to play a little uh, clip, and I really want to see them again perform soon. <laughs> And I just love their sound and like the riffs they had. They were amazing. And then uh, a couple of few other people. I also saw Flytrap Band. Um, someone else. I also saw Hackney Attic, which I've been trying to see for ages. <laughs> And they're like the classic indie, indie with harmonies. Then I finally saw Sob Scene, which I'm so excited. So that's kind of like rocky with soothing vocals. I also got to see Marvin's Revenge for the first time, which in like in person I have saw them on a live stream gig, but this was just such an amazing experience. yeah and they were they was amazing it was very very loud as you can tell from that and then express office portico sorry um, my reading is really bad but they were amazing too that was only a short clip but there was they had like a lot of synth pad and samples and they was great. I also saw Penny Moon. Um, just a, a lot of amazing events that has been going on. Um, so I would just check out my social media to stay up to date. I post a lot of like um, events, mental health, mental health awareness. Um, just stuff that I do in general with productions and that. I've also worked on a brand new website which I'm going to be talking about in the second or the third half but right now I'm sorry an ice cream man is interrupted oh my god 
this has happened before that exact ice cream man um interrupted one of my live streams <laughs> but um i don't really want ice cream but he goes to right at the bottom of the street so i'm gonna miss it and you pay by cash for them and I, I don't carry like physical money like most people now I, I just have it all contactless but that makes me super sad i really want a mr whippy oh do you know what's annoying you would ask for a 99 and it would cost one pound 50 <laughs> let's be real um so <laughs> that is so strange but i'm gonna move on to drive through haze now and i hope you enjoy hi um we're drive through hazy i'm bridget holmes i'm joe Antill, and you can find all our social media under drive through hazy okay so how do you write the music well um I'm normally the one who composes the music and I'll write the songs at the piano and sing so they're normally very acoustic to start off with and then I pass them to Joe and he does his magic. Yeah, so um, I usually take a lot of the MIDI stems and stuff like that to, and then like kind of extract that and make different instrumental parts from this including uh, using different samples, different breaks and uh, yeah, I play guitar as well so I often like incorporate um, some parts from that as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because to start with, my stuff's very acoustic that mm. I write, and then Joe yeah. turns them into trip hop stuff. <laughs> right, next question. Um, who are our inspirations? So I know as a band, our inspiration are definitely um, Massive Attack and Porter's Head. Yeah. But personally, um, I really like. Um, Kate Bush, which you can probably tell yeah. in my voice, maybe, and you, Yeah, for me, it's a, I've got quite a wide range of uh, influences, but I say when when I play guitar, I I kind of draw a lot of my um, playing and soloing from like Tom Mish, which is a completely different kind of style, I guess. But um, yeah, I've just kind of drawn some of my um, ideas and everything from various artists. And when you hear our track Toothpaste and Wine when it's finally out, you'll hear the Tom Mish influence in Joe's guitar. Yeah, definitely. Don't yeah. you worry. <laughs> okay, question number three. What first got you into music slash creating music? Do you want to go first, Joe? Um, mainly uh, playing guitar with my family, like my brothers and um, everything. I've got quite a musical um, family and um, yeah, from there I went to college and then that just kind of um, I studied music at college and whatnot, uh, add. and um, yeah, that kind of broadened um, my ideas and uh, inspirations, I guess. And tell the people what you used to make. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So before I, uh, before I did um, the drive through hazy stuff and everything, um, I used to make drum and bass, which is kind of where I uh, draw a lot of the electronic stuff and how I got all of that. It's maybe. definitely helped your confidence with the genre. Yeah, sure, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, and for me, I was classically trained when I was younger and I can't do any production to save my life. So, yes, yeah, so like um, combining my stuff with Joe has been perfect. Yeah, we kind of fit like a jigsaw in a <laughs> for way. For sure, so. for sure. Okay, question four. What can we see in the future? Um, well... We have spent 
one year in Nottingham and that's when we've really established Drive Through Hazy. Um, but our future is looking likely that we're going to be going back to the city we're from, which is Norwich. So it's possibly finding new, music new musicians to work with yeah. and trying to find gigs in Norwich. But I think we're still always going to come to Nottingham. Yeah, like I say, we're still going to always come back to Nottingham and always... Um, well, we found our place in a way and it's, sure. it's a lovely city and it's, you know... Um, it's got lots of great opportunities and a great scene as for well. For sure. So I guess our plan is just to keep gigging, keep releasing, and just keep enjoying it. You know. Uh, oh yeah, as well. We've got a, <laughs> the main thing. We've got an EP out in around August, August time, I believe. But um, yeah, that's to come. Cool. So we've reached the end of all the questions. But yeah, as I said, um, please do follow us on social media. Um, just type in drive through hazy and we will come up because there's no other artists or anything if you search drive through hazy nothing comes up other than us so you're pretty safe yeah. but, um thanks for having us and see you later thank you see you later so thank you uh, that was uh, driving through hazy and i think i've been uh pronouncing it wrong drive through haze uh I have dyslexia. I'm not using that as an excuse. Um but with the E and the S and the Y. But uh it's going great uh, so far. Hi, we just had a new person. Uh I'm currently recording uh this two years episode of Talks with Izzy and I'm on a live stream um at the moment on my Instagram. So people on the Instagram at the moment are getting um what's the word called like backstage footage of me trying to do two things at once and failing quite badly because uh, I'm finding it quite hard to concentrate on doing two things at once but thank you so much driving through hazy um you have been amazing um just to catch up the live people that are on the live stream uh, i've uh, spoke about the segment i've done already on paste i'm halfway through of recording this i spoke about um what have i spoken about <sighs> my mind's going blank uh, i spoke about uh, a little section that i did at the broadway cinema on the film uh but that's going to be like a full episode coming up later on with i think a couple of the actors well there's only two actors uh the two actors and uh, some of the production team um but i went to the film premiere last week i think it was last sunday or the sunday before it was on the 29th of may and that was amazing and um I spoke about um what did I what did I speak about? I also spoke about in this episode so far for the people that are watching this live, um about rough not rough trade, that's coming up on Monday. Um uh, the stuff I did in P3 which was the confetti showcase where I worked on front of house with bands of Royal Deficiency, um, Rattlesnakes and Y Tadpoles Y which Y Tadpoles Y have only just started and they're amazing but I'm going to be moving on to the next section of the podcast where I have a poet called Phoebes and um, I as I described earlier in the podcast um 
she was uh, a poet at Toffee Hut uh, that I went to a couple of weeks ago. I went to a little open evening and I won a little competition uh, to go see a couple of poets. And with her, she was the person that I of like what she was reading out like what I related to the most and um as spoken about earlier on the podcast she talked about like body confidence and the word fat and that it it's not necessarily a bad word and she she was just amazing and I absolutely loved her um so I'm gonna move on to Phoebes now and um I'm gonna get back on with the podcast so i hope you enjoy phoebe's next thank you so much so uh i'm phoebe cox and i'm a local poet from the mansfield area but i often just go by phoebe's which is fine i'm 24 soon to be 25 which is actually quite scary when i think about it because it doesn't feel that much but (laughs) that's how time is obviously um but i have been writing poetry for most of my life i've sort of started out interested in poetry reading poetry uh writing it as a hobby and then i decided to do a master's course after my film and television undergraduate degree uh, english literature sorry film and television and then i went to do my poetry as a primary genre in my creative writing masters. So although it's always been a hobby and an interest, it's something I've decided to pursue from an academic perspective as well. Um, I've currently worked a lot of retail jobs over the years alongside studying, but I'm now a community reporter. So I'll be able to learn the ropes and write about the local area on a full-time basis, which is essentially what I love doing, writing about local people, from a local person. It just, that's what I love about the community. Um, So I'm just finishing off my masters really for the next year, as well as with my new role. Um, I'm autistic and I was diagnosed when I was 18. So it's not always been easy, like in school or just in general. And I think a lot of my writing comes from that struggle and, and those feelings. So writing's always been quite a therapeutic process for me. And when it resonates with others, well, that's even more special because it makes me truly believe that, you know, timing is everything and connection is key, all that really. Um, And I am quite in touch with my spiritual side and enjoy walks with my dog, who features a lot um, in my poems. And that is how I kind of... (sighs) you know, uh, relax, uh, I'll say rewind, (laughs) you know what I mean, Uh, wind down and just really find inspiration. So how I write poetry, I, it's a process, I think, Uh, I feel it, I write it. So whether I start to just list things in my notes or maybe pen down some thoughts in a journal, even just taking things from my dreams, uh, listing them and turning them into something else, really, or a creative piece, if you like. Uh, I just write about everything, really, because it helps me make sense of the world and also process what I'm feeling or what is happening. 
Um, I'm also big on therapy and the concept of healing. So for me, it helps to express myself and communicate with writing. Um, I know everyone has their own thing, but I'm just a firm believer that, you know, when you find that thing and it helps you make sense of the world, it just will guide you and take you where you need to be. So my inspirations, I think I've, like, sort of touched on this as well. Um, But I have a lot of inspiration, to be honest. Uh, I love taking creative inspiration from music or books, things that I'm consuming as well. Um, Sometimes I could be reading a book and I want to write a poem and it's absolutely nothing to do about me. It could just be about how I interpret that book and decide to give voice to that poem. And often it can come from lyrics, certain lyrics that sort of sit with me. I'm really into like songs that are very kind of poetic in a way. So, you know, anything from like Fleetwood Mac or some of Taylor Swift's uh, newer albums, you know, just anything really that sits with me. I will write about that. Um, and I just hold that somewhere and it just channels something. Um, films as well, really. So one of my poems, which I mentioned actually, is about my dog, Willow, and that again came from just walking her, spending time with her, just seeing how she sees the world and knowing that she makes me fall in love with the world too. So there's been that element. And then another poem was inspired by a live gig for the local band Ferocious Dog. So it's just the little moments as much as the bigger moments, really. And... I'm into photography, so I'm no means an expert. I'm by no means an expert, but I have taken uh, a lot of pictures over the years, and I find myself just writing a few lines or, or a poem for that picture, and that's how it all started. I sort of figured that through photography, I could sort of write about what I was seeing as well, and. That's how my poetry blog started. And I don't post as much as I probably should on there, but it's just more of an outlet where I think, oh, I'm gonna share that because maybe, you know, maybe somebody will relate or I like that picture and I'm gonna put a few words to it. So that's how it um, started really. So what got me into poetry and creating poetry if I'm honest, it was my mama, uh, my mum's mum, who has always uh, encouraged my writing. She had little notebooks for me and looked after me a lot when I was a child, so I'd always just scribble down little stories and poems after school or on the weekends or whenever I was there. And when she would visit her mum, so my great-grandma, I would actually read some poetry books up there, and that's where I can sort of remember first seeing poetry or you know experiencing poetry and reading poetry and I picked up from there uh, like an interest in it and I found myself analysing poems at school as well and I would do it with song lyrics so it was like a gradual process really and it's just a way that worked for me in expressing my feelings and I always found myself initially writing rhyme but the more I've got into poetry I realised that I could experiment with different styles and forms and work on different pieces and go outside my comfort zone with it so 
that's really what I've been doing over the last 12 months, to be honest. I've kind of took sort of poetry has gone from being just like a hobby and a way of expressing myself and it's become more of a serious and sort of like a permanent fixture in my life, if you if you like. What can we see in the future? So I would like to write a poetry book. It's been something that I've wanted to do for a while, but I've just always felt like my content wasn't quite ready or it needed a bit of work or it needed to finish off in the oven. That's the metaphor that I like to use. It's not cooked yet. But I, yeah, I just feel like it will happen at some point, but I just need to, it's just not, just not that time quite yet. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so as I mentioned, I start my new job about the local community and writing about the local area. So it'll just be basically writing about that all the time (laughs) and just platforming local people and stories. And that's really exciting to kind of be doing what I love and just expressing the local story, if you like, and and channeling that and hopefully improve as a writer as well. Alongside my course, I'm hoping to just learn as much as I can about all different types of writing and then find where my passions lie, you know, even even more so to find that niche. yeah, I just want to explore it further, really. and So the, the next 18 months will be pretty busy, basically. But I'm ready for it. And somewhere in the future, there will be a poetry book. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I'm going to read my poems now. Let me just get those up. You might be able to hear the birds in the background. And that's a better sound than the cars so we'll we'll go with that for sure right you think i'd find it easier and i should have just pulled it up before but here we go so the first poem that i'll be reading is called the big picture and it's essentially about how I feel uh, as of late um, because I have put a lot of weight on in the last few years and it's something that I've always battled with or I don't know how to describe it like it's something that's always been present in my life and it's my insecurities always came from other people's opinions as opposed to how I truly felt so it's, it's a poem that taps into exploring body image and the mental and physical experience of it and just essentially overthinking the space that you take in the world but based on other people and how they react as opposed to how you truly feel. So, the big picture. I always thought femininity in a way that little girls were discouraged from. Knee deep in the dirt, shorts on, T-shirts one size bigger, losing and gaining the same bit of weight over the years, a yo-yo of imbalance. Never wanting to display my body, and still even now, I hide it. Hiding skin beneath fabric, laid up, suited with armour and ready for the year-long winter. I recall long summer days, 
sweat dripping and pooling under layers like an onion, even the tears would spew. It's as if I'm afraid of being called what I am, even if it is just a word, yet it feels heavy, the judgments, the connotations, but it is no secret, not something I can hide or even disguise. Believe me, I have tried. I am fat. At times, I can be at peace with the word, acknowledging and accepting it, for our bodies are fluid after all. Our shells are constantly changing and nothing is ever fixed. But I am more than a number on a scale or a size in a shirt. You are too. The backhanded compliments stung like nettles, words of how beautiful you could be if you just lost weight, how much potential you have if only you weighed less, you would be so much more. There was always an if or a but, I felt the eyes linger on skin not so smooth, not so toned, not so flat, looks of disgust and from those I love the most, from strangers. Perhaps I am just paranoid, but under the spotlight and in comparison to everyone around, I still feel less. Maybe out of spite and in sheer defiance, I will remain fat, not altering my body, governed by pressures of what the world thinks a woman should be. And even if I did lose weight, whenever that may be, it would not be for anyone but myself. Thank you. Yeah, that always sort of like takes my breath a little bit because it's probably one of the most personal ones that I've ever shared with anyone. Um, but yeah, that's the that's part of the process. <laughs> so uh, the next one is Sprouting of Hope, My Willow. And it's just how Willow is my little inspiration and everyone has that, whether it's a hobby, your kids, just a place, anything that you have in your life that makes you just want to get up in the morning, as simple as it sounds. Um, so here it is. I want to live by the lake, in a cabin with my dog, unfiltered and free from the constraints of time, studying the roots of a willow tree, folklore of fungi. I have everything I need here in stillness, such beauty in simplicity, a time to find the real me. Golden eyes look on with gentle curiosity as daffodils inhale the gift of spring. A willow stands with the strength and resilience to shelter a wounded soul from all that one cannot control. In reflection, she is a mirror to the sky, and in scattered seeds, vessel to the sea, there is a promise of life. So, live it. Thank you. And to complete the set, or the piece, <laughs> I will just let you know my socials. So, I use Instagram mostly, and that's at... Phoebe's poetry and my poetry blog which again I need to post more on is phoebesography.wordpress.com I believe yes and I also blog about the area on Mansfield on the map which you'll find on 
Instagram and Facebook and the website is www.mansfieldonthemap.co.uk I think I've covered everything yeah (laughs) thank you and recently I performed at the or one of the closing events for Nottingham Poetry Festival here in Mansfield and that was at the Toffee Hut which has been fantastic in allowing us to meet every Tuesday night and connect with local writers and poets and that's where the idea really formed about the event and we've got a lot of sort of plans in the works really for how we can evolve and support each other so it's really a shout out I guess for local writers and creatives to get involved connect on Facebook like follow the Toffee Hut they'll have all the events on there and we've also got a Facebook group called Meeting of Minds Uh, Meeting of Minds Mansfield Writers and Poets so you can sort of stay up to date on there about events dates plans all of that and it would be great to kind of connect with as many local writers as possible in the area I just want to say a massive thank you to Phoebs and I really really hope you enjoyed her poetry and (laughs) make sure you check out any events on their social medias so you can keep up to date and also um, if they do ever bring out a book please purchase it they are amazing and like the poem that they just read out like about body confidence and weight gain it's like I relate to that so much and my I feel like that a lot of the time so it's like it's nice to have someone that also thinks like me and physically putting it out there which just amazing but thank you so much for listening to the two years episode and I really really hope you enjoy Enjoy my show, talk.